What's going on guys? Welcome to Chances. I am your host Chance Canary. How we doing today? Hope you guys are doing phenomenal. Well guys, welcome to Canary Island, a place where everyone and anything is welcome. No topics are off limits, but your feelings, yeah, they're very far from safe. We'll discuss life and all it entails. Pretty much guys, how to pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But, we're only going to get there if you're willing to take some chances. So dive in with me today, guys. We got a really, really good show planned out. So let's go. What's going on, guys? So we're back for part two, American Dream versus American Nightmare. Guys, last time we left off, I don't know, uh, I don't know how else to dig into that other than these guys are they're after us, man. Uh, they're poisoning us, water, food, uh, our deodorant, right? Shampoo, lotions, sunscreens, Skittles, you know, candies. You know, what's crazy is the same exact chemical that's in Skittles is actually in the most popular vitamin bot known to man, which is the Centrum A to Zinc. And the uh, chemical that is in that is what is called titanium dioxide. And the problem with titanium dioxide is it, on a sub-molecular level, causes damages to your mitochondria, and it's also linked to diabetes, cancer. Um, honestly, guys, it's not worth it. Same thing with Skittles. Man, I was so bummed out to hear about Skittles. That's, that's my jam right there. But guys, it's, it's diving in farther than that, right? Like, what people aren't understanding is we're, we're running into a cultural shift where the paradigm has changed among Hollywood, among the music industry, um, you know, just period, the school dynamic, right? Like, what people aren't paying attention to is right now there's like this movement and you know, whether on TikTok, social media, wherever, it's toxic men versus toxic women. And the truth of the matter is, is it's toxic standing in humanity, right? The problem is, is we don't have enough masculinity because the, the p powers that may be are challenging everything. They're making men less manly and making women more manly. They want men to cut their dicks off and become women, and then they want women to try and transition into the men's atmosphere and it just doesn't work like that. And what people don't understand is on a biological level, you know, women's bodies naturally generate testosterone. So when these birth controls are coming out, people aren't paying attention to what it's doing on a submolecular level because doctor says, hey, just take this. It's being scientifically proven that some birth controls are linked to autism. They're linked to blocking different enzymes and different hormones in the body, obviously, right? It's meant to help regulate your hormones. Oh, it's regulating them, all right? It's making women more manly, making them infertile. Don't take my word for it. Go do your own research. And men, our deodorants, our body washes, our shampoos, you know, men are losing hair faster. Hell, I started losing hair at 25, and I'm 30 now, and I'm fighting for all I got. Yeah, you guys can make fun of me. I don't give a shit. I spend a lot of money trying to keep the hair that I got. I just ain't ready to let it go yet. But our, our shampoos and our deodorants have what's called aluminum dioxide in it. And guys, like, just ask yourself, why would they put 
a metal grinding, like a fine piece of metal in deodorant or vitamins, candy for that matter, right? Like, why would you do that? And it all comes down to a cured patient is a lost customer. Big Pharma does not want us healthy. And believe it or not, a lot of the foods are the reason why people are getting sicker, faster, dying quicker, and just in different ways in quote-unquote modern medicine is what's allowing us to live longer. Modern medicine is the quote-unquote cure, right? Well, the people that are selling the cure are also creating the problems because most of these people, FDA, EPA, CDC, WHO, the WEF, all these guys meet behind closed doors and they decide on a grand scale of how they're going to manipulate humanity, right? Oh, this year eggs are bad. Next year it's going to be milk. This year it's beef. We're going to have mad cow disease. Nobody needs to eat chicken anymore. Guys, they're, and, and it sounds crazy, and I'll put my tinfoil hat on for you if you want me to, but just do a little bit of research. They're opening cricket farms, facilities, and production houses because they're planning on replacing the food supply for the world with crickets. That's their solution for world hunger. It's a more dense, nutrient-dense uh, food alternative, along with the black fly, um, is what they're planning on doing, is, is changing our food over to flies and crickets. And uh, yeah, no, I will be eating um, filet and flank steak. So if you guys want to eat crickets and flies, do nothing. Because as of tonight... Um, it is Tuesday night, I believe, well, or Tuesday early morning, as I'm recording this for the third time. You know, today, President Trump's house in Mar-a-Lago got raided. Yesterday, the Senate passed a new quote-unquote inflation bill. Now, I'm not a genius, but if we're passing a bill to combat inflation which is the devaluation of our dollar, spending more money does not solve that problem. And their solution is, let's take it from the people that already don't have anything. Hey, all you uh, blue voters, how you guys feeling now? You know what? If you're feeling bad, I'm not going to say good. I'm going to say do something about it. I don't want you guys feeling bad about the way you voted because you voted that way off of your emotion. I want you to understand that emotion is not okay. We've got to we've got to make decisions in life off, based off facts, mathematical facts. And the facts of the matter are is that we have a regime in office that just unilaterally weaponized the FBI to go raid a future political figure's home. Now, the other side of the aisle tried to impeach Donald Trump for simply asking about information against Hunter Biden. They, call, they called it quid pro quo because he said, hey, if you want this support, I need this information to Ukraine. Ironically, now that the Bidens are in office, we're sending billions of dollars, billions in ammo and weapons over there. 85% of which is being reported to not make it to its final destination. 
So the taxpayers are just funding the slush fund of weapons and, and money to Europe. And the Bidens are in control of the very country that Trump asked for information on them from. And now the Bidens are one of two things. Either unilaterally having the FBI raid President Trump's house, or they didn't know anything about it, and we have a, for, uh, a section of the government operating with autonomy to not inform the sitting president, hey, we're going to go uh, bust down the door of the ex-president's house. Either way, guys, it's not fucking okay. It's not. Not at all. And where we got to go from here is it's got to stop. I don't have a problem with going and taking a look if he actually did something wrong. What I have a problem with is this whole strong-arm, double-standard quid pro quo that one president, quote-unquote, got impeached for, and the other one attempts to run around on crickets. Media says nothing about how it's wrong on a moral simple level guys we're we're approaching a point of no return and if you guys do not stand up i've done all i can i've had three instagram accounts blacklisted my facebook's been blacklisted i got disowned from parts of family um almost lost a relationship that's near and dear to my heart um it almost ruined my relationship with my fiance because of issues um i've stood up for this from the start and when it started, everybody told me, Chance, pipe down, man. You got a tinfoil hat on. You're going to draw attention. It's not a good thing, yada, da, da, da. And I said, no, fuck that. I see what's about to happen. And I've been warning you guys for two straight years. Two straight years. There's a group of us that have spent thousands of hours researching, reading the medical papers, looking at the statistics, looking into the, the different, quote-unquote, vaccination reports. The efficacy reports, the death reports, how everything works out. And the only reason that we have the information we have is because people like us are holding them responsible and accountable and creating enough waves that some of the questions are getting answered. But right now, this regime would rather you praise them over the 37 cents a gallon they're saving you right now somehow after they raised the gas prices up $2. You know, when, when this whole selection process happened, I paid $1.89 for fuel the day before. Today, I filled up my truck for $4.89 a gallon. And they want us to be thankful for that. They want us to be thankful that they're about to raise taxes on the lower and middle classes again after they swore not to. And see, here's the, here's the name game that they play, guys. They, they, I read a really cool uh, article, and I'm going to quote it, paraphrase it. Um, it said, the Democrats will name it the Save the Puppies bill. And then beyond the surface of that bill, they'll put nothing in there but legislation to kill puppies. But then when the other side doesn't vote to support it, they turn around and victimize them to the people who aren't going to look past the surface. Oh, so-and-so won't support the Don't Kill Puppies bill. Therefore, they want us to kill puppies, not knowing that if they pass that bill, it's going to kill the puppies. 
and you guys can call bullshit on that, go do a little bit of research. Tell me how this new inflation bill actually helps stop inflation because it's going to heighten taxes on the American people. They just gave $80 billion to the IRS. More than six times their normal operating budget. $80 billion. What could that have done for American taxpayers' pockets? Could it have offered a little bit of relief? Maybe an extra month's you know, mortgage payment prepaid? We can't forgive student loans, right? Because if you took them, you need to pay them. But they just, they just forgave billions in PPP loans. AKA business owners that stole from taxpayers and pocketed a whole bunch of money. The lower and middle class and lower middle class are struggling under crippling debt because someone told them it was a really good idea to go to college and get a degree in something that they'll never make enough money to pay for that school and earn a living and pay, and support a lifestyle off of. And they let them. You know, college is the only business in the world. I don't remember whose uh, interview I was listening to the other day, and they said college... The education system in America is the only business in the world where banks will allow you to pull out debt on a simultaneously rapidly depreciating asset. Like, think about it. Every year, more people go to engineering school. The cost of it gets more expensive. So not only do you have more engineers coming out every year diluting the value of the engineering degree, the cost of the degree gets more expensive, so it dilutes it twice. But banks still loan it like it's going out of style. Why? Because it's a closed-loop system. It's a racket. And people don't pay attention to this. People don't understand economics. They don't understand the truth of how money works. And that's the problem. That The system doesn't want you to understand that. They want you to, they want you to stay young, dumb, and broke to become old, dumb, and more broke. They don't want you to understand how to leverage debt, how to pay taxes, how to leverage taxes, how to make real money and achieve financial literacy. And 99 out of 100 people don't want to put in the effort to bridge the gap. So they got everybody by the balls. You got a bunch of complacent, fat, lazy Americans who eat too damn much, who don't know how to take care of themselves and even do the simplest thing about spinning a label around and reading the back of it because we should be able to trust labels, right? We should be able to think... Man, the FDA's got my back. The EPA's got my back. The CDC's got my back. This person, that person, this person, the news, the doctors, the blah, 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 blah. When the truth of the money is, guys, is the money makes the world go around. A cured patient is a lost customer. A friend of mine's dad, who is a doctor, told me that it was something his professor told him on the first day of medical school. Now, I'm not saying it's right, but think about that. Think about it. A cured patient is a lost customer. That's kind of like a situation where if you go into a courthouse, I'm not going to say I did this recently, but I know somebody that might have been me that did this recently. You know, I was I was looking at doing something, and I wanted to figure out how much it was going to cost me. You know, play the game. I'll go through the legal processes, pull permits, X, Y, and Z. And the municipality tells me, well, Chance, you can't do that. I said, well, why not? Well, you got to go through this board and that board and apply for this and apply for that and give us parameters of why and this, blah, 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 and your neighbors and so-and-so has to agree with X, Y, and Z. 
And I said, uh, so it's going to take me four months to maybe do what I want to do if no one complains and I get permission from somebody else to do what I want to do on my property. And they said, yeah, pretty much. I said, okay, so what's the fine? I'm going to teach you guys something here real quick. And she said, Chance, what are you talking about? I said, well, let's assume that I don't go through that process. What's the fine? Am I going to get in trouble? Do I go to jail? Did I break the law? Am I going to get arrested? She said, no, I mean, you would just get a civil fine, and then if you didn't pay it, yeah, you would probably go to jail. I said, okay, well, let's assume that I don't pay this fine, What or I don't do the process. What's this fine going to cost me? And she said, well, I can't really answer that. There's parameters. I said, no, it's if you don't do this, you pay X. If you don't do this, you pay Y. So what's it going to cost me? I said, 500, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 dollars. I'm trying to see if this juice is worth the squeeze here. And she said, What do you mean? I said, Punishable by fine means legal for a fee, guys. You can spend money and get around 99% of the laws in this country. So instead of playing their game, jumping through the hula hoops of X, Y, and Z, and delaying the project I wanted to do for four months, I'll just pay a $500 fine, get it out of the way, and I can do my project next week. Now, I didn't end up going through with this deal. I didn't end up even going through with the project because it was going to be a pretty substantial project. You know, might have needed to get a bank involved, interest rates, and all the parameters kind of went out askew. I decided it wasn't a very good time to pull the trigger. Nonetheless, I figured out a way to make things happen because money solves problems. But it is that inherent issue that we're battling money also creates it guys we got to get this thing back on track because people aren't paying attention to the big scope of what's going on we've got laws rapidly changing we've got a runaway rogue regime that has now essentially bought an army out of the IRS, who then they plan to weaponize and quote-unquote go beast mode on the American people. Think about that for a minute. What, what, in what reality does it make sense that the American people would ever let their government say, we're about to go beast mode? That should scare the living shit out of you guys. And that's their intent, by the way, to intimidate us. My question is, at what point... Are you guys going to be willing to stand up and voice your opinions? See, I started this podcast. I meant to start it about a year ago, and I made excuses because it wasn't perfect. It wasn't right. And obviously, if you guys have listened to the first three episodes of this podcast, you're going to notice there's a little bit of a difference at the beginning of this one. I actually spent time and developed an intro and put some music in it. And that's the shit that I wanted to do the entire time, but I could never figure it out. I could never get it just right, and I waited for it to be perfect. Now, the problem with that is... is It'll never be perfect. I'll never be happy with it. I don't care how good the podcast is. I can listen to it a million times, and I'm never going to be happy with it. So the other night, I was sitting here watching paint dry, like I'm doing right now. And I said, you know what? If I don't do it now, it'll never get done. So I grabbed headphones, I put them in, and I embraced one of the sayings that scares the shit out of me because I hold myself to a very high standard. But sometimes, guys, done is better than perfect. Sometimes you got to bring a product to the table just to get you 
a second meeting at that table where you have a little bit of time to get back to the table with a more refined product and then another shot at the table to get a more refined product. Sometimes it's just about being the guy that's willing to stand up in the room and say, hey, this is fucking dumb. I'm going to put it on record right here, guys. I have zero intention. Not zero intention. I have zero truthfully zero interest in getting involved in politics but if people like me don't start to get involved at the ground level it'll never change so i've made the vow i'm going to i'm going to get involved in my local elections i haven't decided where and what position yet i'm looking probably at city council and i'm going to build support from the bottom and as I build support through my, my tenureship with city council over that four-year period, I'm going to I'm gonna go into the community and I'm going to shake hands and kiss babies. I'm already working on some stuff to lay groundwork to really, really put in a solid foundation. Whether I end up in politics or not, I'm going to end up a local leader. I'm going to make sure the children and the young leaders in this community have access to resources that I wish I had, that I didn't even know about. I didn't even know about the questions to ask. But I'm going to make sure they do. There's a situation going on where I'm now going to be in a position to step up to the plate and make a change. I was going to do it this year, but I've got a wedding coming up. And that was all my fiance asked of me. She said, if that's where you feel like your heart is taking you, I'll support you. But can we please get past the wedding first? And I hope that it's not going to be too late. You know, in the previous episodes, I talked about your short-term goals have to add up to your long-term goals. And none of my long-term goals make sense without my fiance, who is going to be my wife. So if that's what she wants me to do, because her goal is for us to be married first, my goal is to just make her the happiest as I can and be the best husband I can and provider I can, then by God, that's what we're going to do. This woman has stood by me through thick and thin. She supported me while I chased my dreams, went across this country from coast to coast, and even went to Canada. Yeah, I can set aside my, my war path to get married. But back on my war path now that we're out of that tangent. Guys, our leaders are complicit. Magically, we went, like I said, from impeaching Trump over involvement in Ukraine to now we've got a selection leadership sending billions in support over there. You know, there's not a lot of wars or issues in the world that couldn't be solved with a singular billion, and we're sending tens of billions. These big corporate corporations, the Disneys, the Warner Brothers, the, the Hollywood elites, you know, all of them, they're all pushing grooming right now. They're, they want sex ed in the, the educational system for, for young kids. And young kids' minds are way too innocent to be worried about who's got what, right? Hey, my parts are different than yours. Pull your pants up. Quit educating kids. Quit letting... Quit having drag shows for children. 
Hell, the frontal cortex isn't even maturely developed until a human is around 25 years old. Which means you're not actually mature enough to make an adult quote-unquote decision because your brain isn't fully formed until you're 25 years old. And we're putting this stuff in the minds of five-year-olds. You know, right now they're simultaneously promoting the degeneration of men and women against each other because they don't want us to pay attention to the real war, and that's on our children, whom they're growing up to be things. Pronouns, right? We can't identify as A, B, or C. They're simultaneously grooming and brainwashing our children into X, Y, and Z, while on the other political side of the scale, we got this child trafficking ring that's been in the news for about the last five years. Four and a half, five years. Epstein got brought down. Maxwell got brought down. However, nobody else got arrested. The lists won't come out because it's a quote-unquote national security. Now, let me ask you this. In what kind of world does it make sense for the leaders of a child trafficking ring's client list to not come out because it will affect national security? I don't give a damn if the Pope is on it. They need to be buried under the church, under the graveyard, under a thousand yards of cement, send them to Hades themselves, dig a big ass, throw them in freaking Old Faithful. Throw them in the Marianas Trench, tie center blocks to their legs. If you go playing with little boys, little girls, you playing with children, you deserve the worst. And I believe you're going to get it. You know, they're, they're, they're sugarcoating it. They're calling these people maps, which means minor attracted people. Giving it a name other than intolerable is intolerable, guys. We got to cut this shit out, right? So let's connect the dots. People are less likely to have kids right now because they're less fertile to have kids. And the kids that are out here are being conditioned and poisoned and trained to be the exact divide that they want us to be. You know, if you guys haven't read George Orwell's book, I suggest you go read it. Because he predicts this, you know, utopian, dystopian, authoritarian society. And what's happening is in that book, they, they train the children to be little uh, snitches, essentially. They write history as it's happening. They've got the truth alert police, right? They got the thought police. Police. They change definitions. They change the news. The, you know, today we could be, you know, milk is good. Tomorrow milk is bad, and now milk is bad. And if you say milk is good, you're a free thinker. And you're dangerous. They're going to take you out. You're going to be disappeared, as they call it. The book's called 1984, guys. We read it for the first time in, I believe, seventh or eighth grade. And it's coming to fruition. You you read 1984, and you watch the Agenda series 1 and 2, and you know exactly what's going on in this world right now. And I don't think anybody would agree with it on any on, on any form. And if you and if you 
do agree with it, then go live in a communist country for a little while. Go live in communist Cuba. See how you like it. Go, go to Venezuela right now. You know, we got a war on farmers because they don't want farmers making healthy food. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. We're going to make it so expensive because they're cutting down the fertilizer production. You think a war in Ukraine's on accident? What happens when we can't get fertilizer, guys? Crops don't yield anymore. Crops don't yield. We don't have food. We don't have food. We don't have byproducts. We don't have byproducts. We don't have the resources we're used to every day of our lives. You want to get really scared? Go look at how much stuff's made from corn, wheat, barley. Shit's going to get crazy, guys. It's going to get crazy. That's why they're perpetuating the social credit score system, right? That's why they want to perpetuate this virtual world because they want us to own nothing and be happy. They want us to snitch on each other with a social credit system where they can charge us more because... Pete said Paul's a bad guy. Go look into it. It's coming. Communist is already here. This is a very dangerous game, guys. And I'm doing all I can to intervene, but I'm only one person, and everybody else that I know is only one people. It's going to take all of us. We all have to stand and, and take the status quo back. Take America back. I don't give a shit about the people in the government. We can put a new government in power, but this land, this is our land. My friends, my family, my home is here. If you're not by the people for the people, don't be telling the people what to do. No one's going to come save us, guys. You know, what people don't really understand or grasp is we're only 240-ish years old. But for those 240 years, we've been the bully. We're pretty much undefeated unless we're fighting ourselves, and that doesn't count. Which is why no one's coming. No one's coming to save us. They might try and come and conquer us, but there's more guns in this land than there is people. I don't suggest it. I know I can take on at least 10 to my 1, and boy, if you guys come Texas to, I'd say, at least North Carolina, take that little pie piece out up to about Missouri, y'all can go just about anywhere else in the country, and you ain't going to get down here. I don't recommend it. Do not touch the homeland. Behind every blade of grass, there's a redneck with a rifle, and we're good with it. And that doesn't include... Trained veterans, ex-military, ex-operators, ex-special forces. There's a lot of people that, in this country that are trained privately to handle matters. I don't recommend you guys step into this. Guys, they're coming for it all. We know now that there's polio in the water in New York City. Why? New York City's turning into Gotham. You guys realize this? They're pulling shit straight out of movies. They're going to try another lockdown. I give it less than 90 days. They'll do it under the guise of financial or health security. 
They're going to try and strip us down of all our rights, and you guys need to understand it is our unalienable right given to us by the Declaration of Independence. And a lot of people aren't paying attention to it because it just makes sense. You know, the problem with our history is, is people don't heed it. There's an old saying, he who does not know history is doomed to repeat it. People don't know basic documents of our of our country. Guys, the Declaration of Independence says, when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government, to provide new guards for their future insecurity, the founding documents of this country, the Declaration of Independence, says that. Which means it's not only our right, it is our responsibility as Americans to defend this country, the land we love, and keep the American dream alive, guys. It's crunching down. I don't know how much longer this is going to last. I mean, I've already lost so many social media accounts. You guys are being amazing, and I'm trying to offer you guys genuine content from my heart. I still ask, don't believe me. Don't just assume what I'm saying is right. Take what I've said. Go do a little bit of research. Look into how your health is not a priority. Look into forever chemicals. Municipalities across the country are are putting out uh, release waivers saying that, oh, we're sorry, we were lied to. We didn't know these chemicals were in the water. We didn't know how bad it was. Yada, da, da, da. We didn't know fluoride was going to cause brain cancer. Yes, we did. We didn't know fluoride was going to cause dementia. Yes, we did. We didn't know it was going to cause liver cancer, heart cancer, stomach cancer, colon cancer. Yes, we did. Pancreatic cancer. Yes, we did. Titanium dioxide, mental degradation. Yes, we did. Aluminum dioxide, cancer. Yes, we did. Pesticides, glyphosate. It's in everything, guys. Everything. If it's made with grain. Think about this. What are they spraying the fields with? Glyphosate. What it's in the fields? Grain. What's made with grain? Everything. Glyphosate is the exact same chemical that is in our food that is the multi-billion dollar reason the common weed killer Roundup is under lawsuit. Go look at it. We've been eating it. We've been ingesting it. Probably been drinking it too. It's got to change, guys got to change there's a time coming where a line is going to be drawn and i hope i'm wrong i'm gonna put my tinfoil hat on here and and say that if i was them the same man whose home got raided in florida today i'd want to take him out but the problem with that is, is if they do that then it confirms everything And then they will have a problem. 70 plus million people will rise. 
You want to talk about a shitstorm? You want to talk about chaos? Let him knock off DJT. Let him let him show a show of force like they did with Kennedy, with King, with Malcolm X, Abraham Lincoln. Powers that may be will always try and scare people. They know their reign's coming to an end one way or the other. Or it has the ability to. But it's going to cost us everything, guys, if we don't stand up. Everything. People think I'm exaggerating? Look at Europe. You know, you got farmers literally spraying shit in the streets trying to protest their farms becoming to a point where they're going to be taken away by the government because they're going broke. Governments over there are limiting fertilizer so farmers can't grow. They're going to lose their money. They're going to go bankrupt. The government's going to buy them up for pennies on the dollar. And they're going to turn around and mow the farms down for affordable housing. They're going to build condos. By this time, if things don't change, Netherlands are going to be pretty much Germany. There's going to be a big consolidation of land. And we're going to be back to about eight countries running everything. And everyone's looking at us because we're the land of the free, used to be home of the brave. Guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you off. We're pushing 40 minutes here, and I, I said I wanted to keep these things around 30 minutes. But I had to get a lot of this stuff off, guys. The American dream is under assault. It's under siege. And I really hope you guys will take a little bit of time, dig in your hearts, pray about it if you're religious. And if you're not going to do something, try and help facilitate the people that do. I'm personally in, in the works of trying to set up a nonprofit so I can get more involved. So I can accept donations from people who can't physically get involved, but they're willing to support the people that do in an anonymous donation type of way. Because I get it, right? You don't want to disrupt the comfort of your lives. I understand that as a human. I don't understand it as, as the sense of our nation is under attack. Our home of homes is under attack. So, you know, oh, my job, if I speak up, I'm going to get fired. Yeah, well, guess what? If they burn the motherfucker down, you're not going to have a job. You're going to do what they tell you to do. You're not going to be a, a TV sales guy, a mobile home sales guy, a home builder. Uh, you know, you're not going to be making cars because they're trying to get rid of them all. Guys, if we don't put our foot down and become the America we should be, we're not going to have an America to be. And then after it's gone for a generation, it'll never come back. They'll make sure of it. And future generations can't fight for something they've never experienced. Think about that. If you won't do it for you, and you have children, look at them. Do you want them to grow up in the same world you're growing through? Or do you want them to have something closer to what you had when you were growing up? That's all I ask. If you won't change for you, will you change for them? That goes for everything. Health, fitness, lifestyle. What can you do to be the best you can be? 
you know, my buddy Cliff today said something on his story. If your commitment stops when the storm starts, you're never committed to begin with. And I've heard something similar to that in my life. And it took me about two hours to find it. And it says, life is going to have storms. And the person who walks out of that storm is forever different than the person who went through that storm. So I'll attach Cliff's quote to the end of that and say, life's going to have its storms. The person who walks out of that storm is forever different than the person who walked in it. But if your commitment stops when the storm starts, you're never committed to begin with. You're not willing to take chances. You're not willing to pursue greatness. You're not willing to pursue personal excellence. And personal excellence, my friends, is the ultimate rebellion. In the words of Andy Frisella. Guys, that's all I got for tonight. We'll be back to motivational content. I had to go put my tinfoil hat on. Lol to the foil, baby. And kind of bring you guys up to speed. And I might come back to this for episode five. And I do this because I care. I fought it. I fought it. And I fought it. And no matter what, if I stepped away from it, trying to get my, my page back or, you know, Whatever it was, no matter how I did it, it always ended up right back in my lap. You know, they say, for religious people, you're going to do what you're called to do. Guys, I've, I've been literally an award-winning winning writer since I was a child. My STEM scores were so high in elementary school that they offered, in, from when I was in fourth grade, for me to jump to sixth grade. I'm glad I didn't do it because when I got to sixth grade, I pretty much went half, you know, re-re. I've always been a gifted writer. I've always been a gifted storyteller. I've always had a microphone in my hand for as long as I can think. I grew up singing. I was in choir, doing talent shows and, and all kinds of things. And then for the better part of the last decade, I've had a microphone in my hand as an announcer. So just... This feels right for me. This feels like a very good outlet for me because I can't and I won't share my journal with the world, but a lot of what I talk about on here is going to come directly out of my journal entries, almost as sort of a prompt for me to improv with. I want to say thank you guys for spending your time with me. If you spend the, the time to listen to this, it's, it's just me pouring my heart out because I care. And I was looking at, you know, I'm t- I told myself I wasn't going to pay attention to the analytics. Um, and I didn't really look at it for listeners. I don't, I'm, you know, if one person gets something positive out of this it, and it helps change a life, it was worth my time. But guys, 5% of all my, all my views as of today were out of Belgium. And I know who started that. There's five views on the first three episodes of each episode from Belgium. And I have a friend of mine in Europe whom I'm assuming listened to it and shared it amongst four of her friends or two of her friends and they shared it to two people. I know where that started. 
and to her I'm very grateful. I'm not going to shout her out. You know, I don't know if that's what she wants. If she does, she'll know to she'll know to holler at me because I recognize her her effort. But guys, that's what I ask. If you get anything beneficial out of this, if it made you laugh, it made you cry, you got anything, you know, beneficial, I ask that you you help share the show and you help promote this message of the American dream. And I don't care if you're in America or not. You promote your dream. You become the best you can be because personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion. Guys, that's it from here on the island, and we will catch you next time.